0: The Grow Your Mind podcast recognises Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples as the first peoples of this place, now known as Australia. We are grateful for the continuing care of the lands, waterways and the skies where we listen, learn and play. From here on Gadigal country, where I love to swim at Bondi beach and from wherever you are listening, we respect the elders of the past and present and we share our friendship and kindness. This episode we explore why sometimes our body and brain can make us feel like there's a threat. When actually it's because we care a lot about doing well, or we've made a mistake. Or perhaps it's because there's a big event coming up. You'll be hearing from teacher and Grow Your Mind co-founder Alice, and also from a special guest. But first up, let's hear from the kids about what makes them feel nervous.
1: I feel nervous sometimes when I'm either taking the bus by myself or like walking by myself. I feel nervous just before like some of my basketball games and if it's a close game near the end. When I'm about to go onto a roller coaster or the beginning of a roller coaster. Hmm, when fighting the Ender Dragon in Survival Hardcore Minecraft. I feel nervous in the morning When I know it's going to be a full day of STEM, which if you don't know, it's science, technology, engineering and maths. Maybe going to a competition. I just really hate it when test results come out because boom, head (laughs) explodes. What is it going to be? Uh, Big, noisy environments with lots of people. I don't really like that. The things that make me feel nervous are speaking in front of big crowds and bugs. Usually preparing for a big test and going into the room and just being like, oh no. And also catching buses because you don't know where they're going to go. Awesome,
2: courageous answers, legends. You know, adults can feel nervous too. Things that make me feel nervous are big waves, clowns, and saying no to a friend. If I was in the classroom with you, I'd also add that people often think being brave means you aren't scared, but that's actually not true. Courage means to be brave and afraid at the same time. If you aren't scared, that's fine but that doesn't equal bravery. You know what I find tricky? When I need to say no to a friend and feel awkward or bad about it, I get the same feeling in my body as if you told me to jump into a tank with a crocodile and a school of hungry piranhas. Oh, I would definitely want my amygdala to stop me from jumping into that tank. That's totally a life-threatening situation. But i Don't want my amygdala to stop me from being brave and saying no to my friend if I need to. My heart might be racing, but saying no to a friend is not life-threatening. So how do you know when you're in real danger or when you're safe but feeling terribly nervous? Well, you're going to hear from someone now who knows a lot about our brain and how we can get our brave on. In this next segment...
0: Someone who knows a lot about stuff
2: we chat with Karen Young. Karen began her career as a psychologist and now works with schools, parent groups and organisations both in Australia and internationally to support the mental wellbeing of young people. She's written four books, including the best-selling Hey Warrior and Hey Awesome. They give kids creative ways to understand and manage anxiety.
1: Hi, Karen. Thanks so much for being on the Grow Your Mind podcast.
3: I want to say thank you so much for having me here. I'm so excited that we're having this conversation.
1: Can you tell us about what's happening in the brain when we feel anxious?
3: Yes, so the amygdala is a really small part of the brain. It's shaped like an almond. Deep, deep in the brain, we all have an amygdala. Now, the amygdala's whole job is to keep us safe from threat. The way it does this is by constantly scanning, scanning, scanning the environment, looking for signs of threat. Now, when the amygdala senses something that could be a threat, doesn't mean it is a threat, could be a threat, it surges our body with a powerful cocktail of brain chemicals. Think of it like a super body fuel. The idea of that is to get our bodies stronger, faster, more powerful in case we need to fight a danger or run away from a danger. So it's there to get our bodies organized for movement. Now, here's the thing about the amygdala. The amygdala is like a smoke alarm. Smoke alarm can't tell the difference between smoke from burnt toast and smoke from a fire. So as soon as it thinks there might be danger, it organizes our body as though there actually is danger. What we have to understand about anxiety is anxiety happens for one of two reasons. Either it happens in response to an actual danger, scary, dangerous things, snakes, spiders, dark alleys, or it happens in response to doing something important, meaningful, brave. Because when you think about it, all brave things and all hard things come with a bit of threat. We might mess them up. We might humiliate ourselves. We might say the wrong thing. We might go to school and someone might not like us. That all counts as threat to a protective amygdala. These things, these brave things, important things, they're scary, but they're safe but the amygdala can't tell the difference. So it will have one response to all things. This is why we've got to be the boss of our amygdala because it can't tell the difference between things that are scary safe and things that are scary dangerous. So the important thing to remember with this is just because the amygdala thinks there's something it needs to protect us from doesn't mean there is. That was really interesting. Thanks so much.
1: Hi, Karen. What are some things we can do to help our brain when we're feeling stressed
3: or anxious? So, the most powerful thing we can do is breathe. Breathe in, pause, breathe out, put a pause between it. Breathing is like a lullaby for the amygdala. Now, what strong, steady breathing does is it calms the amygdala, brings your thinking brain back. Now you can make better decisions. You can think rationally. So, you can remind yourself that you're safe and this is okay. Other things that you can do ask the question. Is this scary safe or is this scary dangerous? That's what we want to do. That'll help you be the boss of your amygdala and then say, is this a time for me to get safe? Sometimes it will be. Or is this a time for me to be brave? Because you've got to remember you can feel anxious and do brave. You don't have to wait for your anxiety to go. Uh, Splashing cold water on your face, going to the bathroom, splashing cold water on your face um, can help to calm the amygdala. Um, Anything with rhythm swinging swaying rocking chanting humming listening to music so if you've got if you're coming to school and you know you've got an exam or something important you need to do that day and you're a bit anxious about it on your way if you're in the car or on the bus can you listen to some music that will help to calm your amygdala any of those but the big one is reminding yourself that you're safe
1: those were great suggestions
3: Thank you for the question.
1: Karen, I'm confused. We're told to listen to our body when it comes to making decisions, but I feel the same way about speaking in front
0: of my class as I do if I'm about to be dumped by a wave. How can I tell the difference?
3: Oh, this is such a great chat. So the reason you feel the same as if you're about to be dumped by a wave is because your amygdala can't tell the difference. Speaking in front of the class, scary, safe. Can't tell the difference between that and being dumped by a wave. So it's going to um, make your body feel the same. We do need to listen to our body, but that's when you also want to make sure you've got your thinking brain involved in the decision as well. Your brain and body work as a team. What happens during um, anxiety is when it shuts out your thinking brain, it's not working as a team. So this is why when you have that feeling in your body, that's a clue. Take note of what's happening around you. Ask yourself, am I safe? Do I feel like this because there's something important I need to do or do I feel like this because I'm in danger? Breathe. When you breathe, your thinking brain will be on board and you're more able to make better decisions.
1: Wow, that's a really interesting answer. Karen, do you have a favorite thing you tell yourself that helps you feel brave? Yes,
3: my thing is I can do this. I can do this. I just remind myself that I can do this. And I want to say I get anxious all the time, all the time. And I'm the anxiety person. I have to speak in front of rooms of people, sometimes hundreds of people who I don't know. I remind myself I feel like this because this is something important. This is something that matters to me and I can do this. And it takes about five minutes for my brain and body to um, settle down and then I'm into it and I love it. Being brave is actually about being able to sit with the discomfort of anxiety for long enough to do the important thing you need to do.
1: Where can kids learn more about being brave?
3: Uh, There are so many books about being brave. So kids book, picture books. And I want to say You are never too old for picture books, ever, ever, ever too old for picture books. What picture books do is they explain things in really simply so you can sit down five minutes, it's there. So go to your library and search for books about being brave. They'll come up. Um, can I tell you the big one is talk to the adults in your life. Talk to the people who care about you. Ask them, do they ever get anxiety? How do they help themselves feel brave? Sometimes it can feel like we're the only ones who ever struggle with anxiety. I promise you we aren't when I talk about these adults I talk to, they're teachers, principals, police, firefighters, lifesavers, all sorts of people. And I always say, Who in the room has had enough anxiety that it gets in the way of you doing something important sometimes? Everybody puts their hand up. I want to say, being brave, it always looks really confident and big and certain, but it it never feels that way um, because. If you're about to do something brave, you'll always have anxiety. There'll always be anxiety. That That's actually what makes it brave. If there's no anxiety, then there's just kind of just something you do easy peasy, right? But I would say read books and have conversations with the people in your life that you trust um, about being brave. Being brave often feels very uncertain and very fragile and small and scary. It feels like anxiety. Yeah. Um, but uh, but we all have brave in us, even anxiety. Anxiety doesn't mean we aren't brave. It means we're about to be.
1: Hi, Karen. Just a bonus question. Before you said that you should think and see if it's a dangerous risk or a safe
3: risk. What if it's a dangerous risk but you want to take it? Can I tell you, sometimes getting safe and saying no to things that you kind of know aren't a good idea but you really want to do, that's one of the bravest things you can do. So what I would suggest doing in that moment is pausing, taking a breath and going, okay, how am I going to feel about this tomorrow? Or if I do this, what might go wrong? Is this worth the risk? Or same thing, if you're feeling really anxious and it feels really risky, say, how am I going to feel about myself tomorrow if I actually do this brave thing? You're going to feel amazing, right? Because you've done something brave. This is why feelings can be tricky sometimes because uh, we feel things, but our thinking brain isn't quite on board. So we might feel like we really want to do something, but our thinking brain, which is asleep for a bit because we're excited, um, we need to make sure it's on board in our decisions as well. So do the things that feel good, but make sure your thinking brain's on board at the same time. These are all really great questions, really important questions.
1: Thank you for chatting with us today.
3: My pleasure. It has been the best chat you've all asked. Really amazing questions. I've just loved hanging out with you for the last little bit.
0: Calling all under 11s, please make your way to the front for the 50 meter freestyle race. Where on earth is Alvina? She was here just a minute ago. (laughs) Hey, what are you doing in here? Uh, I'm sick. Should I get the teacher? No, no, don't. I'm so sick. But I don't need help. Huh? Uh... Are you trying to get out of the swimming race? Yes. But you love swimming. We spent all day at the beach yesterday. That's different. No one got a ribbon at the end of it. Actually, no one didn't get a ribbon. So you aren't doing the swimming carnival because you won't get a ribbon. It's not just that. It's also mortifying coming last. But you were age champion last year. I'm very confused. You're definitely not going to be last. You'll probably be champion again. See? There you have it. What if I'm not champion? What if I come last or worse, second? (sighs) I'm just not doing it. Hmm. Don't. Don't what? Don't get all wise with me and say, give it a go or tell me to have something disgusting like a growth mindset. And don't even think about whipping out your favourite quote like, the only failure in life is not trying. Yuck. Okay, but for the record, here's an actual list of disgusting things. Maggots in your sandwich? Someone not flushing the toilet after a number two? Eating your own vomit? But a growth mindset? How's that on the list of actually disgusting things? Okay, so it's not disgusting. It's just harder said than done. I think I know what you mean. But before we go on, can I play you a song? I don't need a song. Please? Is it a Grow Your Mind song? Yep. Fine, but if there's a line about trying your best, we're turning it off. And let me guess, it's called participates? Nope, it's called 99 times.
4: a tiny part of the brain that helps us to protect Keeping us safe from harm, hurt or even neglect We call it our guard dog If you really want the facts, it's called the amygdala Can you remember that? What does it do? Fight, freeze or flee? Its job is keeping us safe, it believes in living in peace But it can get it wrong like a smoke alarm Like you burnt the toast and set it off when there is no harm the amygdala has a way of stopping us being brave Like not speaking up when we have something to say Sometimes it even stops us from trying to get it's true Or saying no to something we really don't want to do Soon. Asking you remigga the discretion is key Is it a threat, challenge or an opportunity? Ninety-nine times we tend to forget the 99 times it is not a threat Asking your remiga the discretion is key Is it a threat, challenge or an opportunity? 99 times we tend to forget But 99 times it is not a threat. Being brave and being afraid go hand in hand. Gotta talk to our god dog and help it understand that if we are safe, we can do hard things and our heart might race. But it does not mean that we should remain silent, avoid it or shrink. Instead, get your brave on and start to rethink. That it's okay to mess up. Come last or speak your mind. Tell the truth, set your boundary, clear as kind. First, you gotta ask the question, wait and see. 99 times it's a challenge or an opportunity. First you gotta ask the question, wait and see 99 times is a challenge or an opportunity yeah. Asking your amygdala this discretion is key Is it a threat, challenge or an opportunity 99 times we tend to forget But 99 times it is not a threat Asking your amygdala the discretion is key Is it a threat, challenge or an opportunity 99 times we tend to forget That 99 times it is not a threat So how do we get our brave to be louder and more strong than the fear in our stomach that something will go wrong Remind yourself, nobody is perfect in the end Not even your older brother or overachieving friend We all get the stuff up, stumble freak and a fail. So tell that god dog to chill and just wag his tail Say an affirmation that helps you feel strong Like I've got this, I can be brave, I'll get things wrong Tell yourself limiting thoughts to take a break It's time to shine, expand and take up space first you gotta ask the question wait then see could it be a challenge or an opportunity asking you reminder that this question is key is it a threat challenge or an opportunity 99 times we tend to forget the 99 times it is not a threat asking you that the question is key is it a threat challenge or an opportunity 99 times we tend to forget the 99 times it is not a threat.
0: song saying that your guard dog the amygdala asked the question is it a threat challenge or opportunity yep and that 99 times it isn't a threat yep uh i feel a bit embarrassed i do kind of act like coming second is life-threatening don't i hey it's not actually your fault remember the guard dog is there to keep us safe but it does act like a smoke alarm and it can't always tell the difference between burnt toast and a real fire I used to get upset when I made mistakes in maths. I treat it as a threat rather than a challenge or an opportunity. And chances are that 99 times it's not a threat? Wow, I feel like I could ask that question before I do a bunch of stuff. Like public speaking, when I'm nervous about a test, asking someone for help, playing a soccer match, when I make a mistake, or when I'm in the learning pit and I can't understand what my teacher is talking about. And... Competing in a swimming carnival. Come on, let's go. Hey, when you dive in today, ask yourself that question. Is this a threat, a challenge, or an opportunity? An opportunity to win? Yeah. Or an opportunity to be okay with not winning and instead congratulating someone else? I'm not very good at that. Yet. You're right. And practice makes progress. Practice makes progress. When you finish the race, if someone else beats you, Try giving them a high five instead of a death stare. And practice being kind to yourself too. Not winning doesn't make you less of a good friend to me, for example. And just remember this part of the song.
4: Remind yourself, nobody is perfect in the end, not even your older brother or overachieving friend. We all get the stuff up, stumble freak, and a bail. so tell that god dog to chill and just wag his tail. Say an affirmation that helps you feel strong, like I've got this, I can be brave, I'll get things wrong. Tell yourself limiting thoughts to take a break, it's time to shine, expand and take up space. First you gotta ask the question, wait then see, could it be a challenge or an opportunity?
0: Hey, thanks. I think I've got this fist bump. Come on, let's go. I think the race is starting.
1: Thanks so much for being a good friend. Boom, let's go.
0: There you two are. I was beginning to think you weren't going to show. Swimmers, take your marks, get set. thanks for listening to the grow your mind podcast you can find heaps more of our episodes wherever you listen to good podcasts and don't forget to go to growyourmind.life to download the free coloring in sheets that go with each episode and keep listening we've got more episodes coming soon